Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. TheCookieBarnWaco.com Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Welcome back to another episode of the lifetime it's a podcast i'm your host lloyd phillips um it's uh it's another fine week and uh you know we're here live we're here live with my friend once again blake smith how you doing blake lloyd i couldn't be a bit better today oh yeah this is good whoa he's good a lot of people are excited to, to have you back on here uh, absolutely man. yeah that's that's a thing um i've come over here uh, often at nighttime and you watch baseball games and there's a couple things that i'd like to point out before we get there, um, I did work a baseball camp today. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like, and I worked with the ten to twelve year olds, which is the oldest people at that camp. And I feel like I've produced so many young, future Hall of Fame hitters. 
probably going to give you all the credit once they get to the Hall of Fame as I, well. They probably will. Uh, just the level of uh, intense baseball <sighs> acumen. Yeah, fundamentals. I, I, I poured it all in, into them today. Man, those kids don't realize how lucky they are, but when they're looking back on their major league career, they'll, they'll be able to pinpoint the turning point that got them from average yeah, to excellent. I think so. Uh, that, and that's, that's why I do it. You know, I, I do it to give a little piece of me to all the kids. And, uh, you, you know, it really helps them out there on the field. Here, here's what I did do, though. So uh, the coach said, hey, what, what grades do you want? Or what, what age do you want? And at the time I said, well, I don't want any, I don't want little kids. Well, that's what I said. I said, I don't want little kids because I want people that can pay attention. Or right. Whatever. Well, I, I don't know at what age they actually pay attention, but I don't think 10 to 12 is it. Um, really? Two. Yeah, two did, four didn't. And I was just constantly like, hey, hey, pay attention. No, nothing. Um, so that that bothered me. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Side note is that when I started talking to the little kid, the little kids. I don't know what the drills would have been like, but I wish I, I wish I had taken the little kids. <laughs> the little kids were a little bit more attentive. Uh, maybe a little, but it's just the things that come out of their mouth. Oh, the the comical side of it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wish I, I had taken the little kids. Um, speaking of little kids baseball, because uh, we watch baseball at nighttime on your back porch. Uh, I don't know about it. I know you do, so, so I'm going to bring it up. And, and for anybody, I know this is not necessarily a baseball show, by the way. If anybody's listening this week and you're like, I don't, I don't like sports. If you're that, if you're that person, but I don't know if you know this. Back in the day, baseball. Back in the day, forever since baseball started, you go into extra innings like it's a thing. Like you just have extra innings. Uh, if nobody scores, it goes on. When when did they implement? There's a new rule called Ghost Runner on Second. Uh, when did Ghost Runner on Second start? That would be this year, and if you're a baseball purist like I am, you think it's the most ridiculous thing that you've ever seen in your life. It's like you're in the Sandlot again. Ghost runner on second, <laughs> Lloyd. Ghost runner on second. Which is when uh, that's how you'd play baseball when you're in your backyard with two friends. Right, because you can't hit and run, so it's a ghost runner. And yeah. The base you make it to is the one that they're one ahead of you of. That's right. But in pro baseball... There's no room for a ghost runner. Why are that's, we doing that? That's like the best thing about baseball is there's no time clock on it. The game can go and go and go until it's over. It's it's one of the only sports like that. Well, yes. Uh, yeah. It, it, sometimes it extends longer than you want it to, uh, which we had talked about last night. I was at a game for 18 innings, and uh, the concessions shut down at after the seventh. Yes, you are not able to get a hot dog or a soda. <laughs> Yeah, past the seventh inning or anything else, it's over. Like you, it's so. The, so basically, the game is over. Sales wise, not 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 the you know the team shop or whatever you can go there, but like the, so anyway. One time I did that and it went a full other nine innings before the game was over. I bet you were hungry. I well, it was because it was late. It was late at night, so it was it became late at night. So you passed all the time for most restaurants. Yeah, it was a tra- like tragic time I, I recall did the team that you were rooting for end up winning yes that's really all that matters i mean you know i watch pretty much every single st louis cardinals baseball game at probably miss maybe 10 a year i really enjoy the ones that would go way into the evening because you know 
when you watch game after game after game, it's it's kind of nice to see something change, something special about the game. I mean, I'm a Cardinals fan, so we've got Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, but uh, I mean, everything's special happens for those guys, so it's kind of nice. Here's here's every game I attend. I don't I don't care if it's the Tulsa Drillers, every major league game or a minor league game. I'm there hoping that I see something that that winds up in Cooperstown. That's what I hope. So not all no-hitter balls get there, but when you're there, I don't think. I don't think every no-hitter ball gets there. But um, So I'm into the game. I always I, Look, I watch the whole game. I don't believe in leaving early. I, I, I'm not that guy at all. Agreed. I hate totally leaving agree. early. If, I, if I'm five states away to watch this baseball game, I'm not leaving until it's over. I don't care about the traffic. I'm not doing it. And, and in most cases, depending on the city, I'm staying downtown anyway. Right. Well, so when I uh, what what was I gonna what was I mad about? <laughs> what, where was I going with that? You watch the games. You don't leave early. Yeah, I, I completely don't leave early. That's not where I was going with that. Eh, whatever. Uh, that that game it was it was in Cleveland. Sort of that. Mm, the Guardians. Well, that's yes. That's not. The thing is, they changed the uh, Chief Wahoo. They they changed it, right? So he's not on there anymore. I didn't realize this. I had no idea. And I've been to Cleveland since this happened. Still didn't realize. I just thought, I just so happened to be, yeah, whatever. So the hat I got, and every Major League hat I have, I get them at the stadium. Mm-hmm. So the hat I got was, um, it was a camouflage, like a Marine Corps cami, desert nice. uh, camo with the Red Sea. And uh, and a red uh, bill. That's what it was. And the rest of the hat was the camo. So I didn't realize. I just thought it was a cool hat. So I, I went there. Since they changed the logo, I had no idea till about a year ago. <laughs> I couldn't find the logo. I was looking for, you know, Chief Wahoo. And, and then I went and read online. They changed that in 2016. The logo, yes. The name of the team just changed. Well, not right, but but the logo that yes. you you couldn't get it like that. So I special ordered it. So I had to pay more for a regular hat because they don't make them anymore. But it's probably a great hat. No, it's awesome. Yeah, and uh, everybody around here wears them. The only people that were offended that didn't want to wear them, they were in Cleveland or or wherever they were. I mean, they're not, they're not here. Yeah, the people who are offended are not the natives. So, well, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm just saying I'm Indian and now I live here and you walk around town right now, like right now, walk around town and see how many people have chief Wahoo on their head. Like For a sure. fact. So it's, I don't know why they would change it. And if I'm not mistaken now, I, I saw this on TikTok, so we don't know, but this guy goes into the, the team names and how they got their names and all this. And so there was some kind of, some kind of, uh, Indian chief that, uh, I'm sorry. I'm mixing. I'm mixing them. So we won't go. We won't go in there. The Washington Redskins logo mm-hmm. is based on a certain Indian chief, and right. and it was a, a Indian. Now, did they get the approval of of every Indian tribe in the country to do it? No. Are some offended? I, I, I guess because you see it online. I mean, I guess, but I'm just saying. I live here, and I don't really know very many people that are. But that particular one was based on some kind of Indian chief for the Redskins. It, either way, I I'm not trying to go down that path, but I don't. But I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I liked that hat. And they still were Indians. I mean, it's not like they were going out there to lose. So I don't feel like they were trying to be derogatory. Right. Anyway, whatever, man. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling here. Hey, um, so you're, you're younger th- than I am. Just a couple years. Um, 
Were, were you, did you ever have burned DVD or burned CDs? Oh, come on, man. Of course I did. I used to make the sickest mixtapes. <laughs> I, uh, I even had an old cassette recorder that I could press record and sing along to. So I made some personal mixtapes. You could call them demos when I was like seven yeah, or eight. I like that. Uh, never took off. Couldn't get anyone to uh, sponsor me. You know, when, when you're seven and you're trying to be a, a you know, music producer, well, songwriter. It's tough. Were you you were a singer songwriter back then? You know, this will kind of make me seem kind of nerdy, but honestly, what I did is I would let my video game uh, NCAA football 1999. I would let it go to simulation mode. Fine game, fine game. And uh, I would call the games that I was watching, <laughs> and I yeah. would make up players' names, and I would record it, and then listen to it later to see how it sounded. I always wanted to be a professional broadcaster. Well, I tell you what, it's a little it's a little known fact. Little known? Yeah, it's little known. It's probably not known at all. I've probably said it on a podcast before. And if I haven't, I for sure have said it to people. People don't know that. Uh, the first year that I was the football announcer, mm-hmm. you were the spotter. What I they was. don't know, what they don't know is that every word that came out of my mouth is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> every, every word, minus me trying to sell some uh some unhealthy diabetic treats uh, in between quarters. Everything that came out of my mouth that really you said it. Like I was repeating what you said. See, a spotter is a great job for me because I'm not as funny as some other people. I don't have the personality of some other people. But if, if you ask who made the block or what the penalty is, I can probably tell you that. Yeah, you did, uh, which was good. And that's fine. Here's what I think is weird, though. So I played sports, what I call the three main ones, you know, the major ones, like Football, baseball, somebody, basketball. Yeah, somebody can say hockey, but this is, that's regional, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, but what's funny, what you don't realize, and, and it's also the same because I just said I did this camp today. You can play those sports. You can be good at those sports. You can understand those sports. But then when you have to flip around and teach them, and I'll get to the calls in a second, but like to teach it, if you're not actively doing it all the time, it's not like – his little kids, man, I can give them that knowledge. But if I had to flip over and, uh, and coach college kids, college kids tomorrow, now nah, there's there's just more technique to it. Like there's, you know, it's ever evolving. And if you're not in the game, like you're not as smart as you once were. And so I played sports always. Those three, <laughs> I know most calls just from watching the game. Like oh, I was holding, oh, I was this, oh, but when the ref is giving you the signs oh the hand signals yeah, and all that yep yeah for you to to say out loud um i i i don't always know what they mean and there's some crazy crazy symbols that they do that i mean some of them look like they're giving you a bear hug some of them look like they are wafting a toot or something <laughs> waving behind their back i mean like if you don't know them or i mean there's new rules that come every year too so it definitely uh, and and at little I've no, at little kid games, those refs aren't the, like necessarily the professional refs. Some are, some are, some do high school, some may be, but uh, they the, sometimes they make a call up. There is one hundred percent that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, They're, the, yeah, we're gonna have a push on this kid or or helicopter hands on that kid yeah it's, yeah it, they just, definitely make them up i'm like it's a penalty they're gonna go 10 uh, 15 yards is what that penalty is for we don't know what it was but yeah i don't know how to call oh, all right so I, I, I so to bring it back just because i was going to i don't even know how i got sidetracked but oh. 
on the CDs. Yes. On the CDs. Here's here's all I was gonna say because I thought about this the other day. It was it was some time ago. It was about uh, um. <laughs> so my friend, uh, he lived with me at the time. He was he was trying to be a doctor of whatever, and and uh, he stayed with myself and my wife. So he lived with us at the time. Well, and he he started dating this girl. And uh, I don't know. Was it good? Yeah, it didn't work out. Probably wasn't, probably wasn't that good. Was it pretty serious before or just kind of a, a fling? Oh, I don't know. You know, they acted like they're in love. You know. Oh, yeah. You know, they must have been early whatever. 20s, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were. Well, so anyway, it didn't work out. Let's just skip to this part because it wasn't like it was like something we were all hoping for. And uh, she calls him and she's like, are you home? And he's like, yes, what's up? You know, like they're they're mad they broke up. Yeah, what's up? She's like, I'm gonna come get my CDs. Uh oh, it was like eight burn CDs. <laughs> Those are compilations that you'll never see again. <laughs> she showed up to get eight burn CDs. So she like <laughs> Scott opens the he opens the door and uh, she's like, you have my CDs. He's like, yeah, here they are. Here's all eight of them. All burned ones. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, but what you don't know is she spent eight hours per disc putting the perfect songs in the perfect order for her mood that day. She might have, but you know what I really think? Like, if I'm really like, <laughs> I think that uh, it didn't work out. Maybe she still wanted it to work out. Maybe I don't know because I don't remember who did that. I don't remember who did it. Oh, we don't know. Who I don't was remember the aggressor. I, it might have even been her. Might have even been her. But she might have just been mad at him or whatever. Do, do you? Did you really need those eight burned? CDs. She came over to make a scene. Yeah, or cause an issue, or, or fix an issue. There was a there was a hidden agenda for sure. Yeah, but it didn't work because he just like shoved him <laughs> here. <laughs> he shoved him the box to her. He's like, here you go. See you later. Yeah, and then shut the door. Uh, you know, it was a special time. I uh, for them, I thought it, it didn't work out. Yeah. Well, what you don't know about her is uh, she's actually the one that created the now CD lines, and she's a multi billionaire. So yeah, he really blew it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you let the good ones go. <laughs> she actually was. She actually was super cool. But I. But I always remember. There's a couple of things I remember about her. Uh, her dad owned a car dealership. And uh, I'll just I'll just say it. It doesn't matter. He owned a car dealership in Okmulgee, and uh, his name was his name was Dick Bailey. But all we would say, we never said his name. We would just say like, "Oh, it's guaranteed with Dick B." Now that wasn't even on a commercial, but we thought it should be. Why wouldn't it on a commercial? For sure. Yeah, it's a guarantee with Dick B. Uh, I don't th- I don't know if they're in business anymore. I have no idea. I've been through Mogi a few times, and I have not seen it. It's probably not a guarantee anymore with Dick B. Well, that's, they should have put that on the commercials. Yeah, I really blew it. But I, so I was just thinking, like I, in my childhood, when there was a breakup, that was like a thing. Like, let me get my CDs. Oh, for sure, yeah. Which I don't. I mean, why? <laughs> Everybody had Columbia House back then. You, I didn't need your CDs. I probably got ten of them delivered in the mail last week. For one dollar until they sent like the you know the eighty dollar uh, a fee after that. Yeah, I was a I was a LimeWire kid. You know, I would I would maybe borderline illegally download my things off LimeWire until you got caught. It was like a, a torrent service, but then you burn whatever CDs you CDs you want. So that's that's what got me on the CD burning path. What well, what was the other one? It was LiveWire, but the the one that um, 
Oh man, Napster. Remember Napster? Napster? Oh yeah. Yeah, Napster was where it was happening. Mm-hmm. I, I probably talked about this. It's like I mean, it's my life, so obviously I repeat myself sometimes. But um, I remember I bought the first MP3 player. Oh yeah, you must have been really really cool. It was five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars was a Sony MP3 player, and you could fit four songs on it. Thirty-two, <laughs> thirty-two songs maxed out. That's like three albums. Five hundred dollars, and I thought I was cool, and it was like the size of a, you know, these days, like a, it was like the size of a vape pen. <laughs> People, like that's what it was. It was tiny. It was about three inches long and about a three quarters of an inch wide. But you know what? It didn't skip like your disc Walkman did whenever you would walk too fast or, or yeah, move with, ab- abruptly. With extra bass. <laughs> right. I only listen to bass they, boost. But what's funny about that bass boost is like they, they weren't even over-the-ear headphones. They were the kind that just lay like flat pancakes on your ears. They weren't loud anyway. The kind that pull your hair every time you take them off. Because, oh, yeah. Oh, I hated those. Because there's just a tiny wire with those oh, yeah. slides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I uh, But you, you hit the bass boost. Man, if I'm listening to music, you better believe it is boosted. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know what? I don't see kids do this. Day. I mean, I'll, you'll occasionally see it, but I don't see kids these days. What? I mean, we're all the speakers. Like, we're the speaker systems. Oh my gosh! So I was that kid back in the day, man. From about 16, when I learned that it's pretty easy to wire that stuff up, until I was probably 24 with a child. Uh, I had to sell my Honda Civic to get a truck because I was growing up. But I I was a subs guy, man. I always had the speakers rolling and the bass bump. Did you? Yeah, so bad that uh, when I bought my first house, my wife and I were very young. We were didn't have any children. Uh, I was 23. She was 22. Uh, we were having a little get-together in our garage, and I uh, decided to turn up my car stereo with the garage closed. Oh, yeah. And man, I cranked that thing up and I was partying like it was 1999 (laughs) and saying like, oh, it's Club Blake, Club Blake, here we go. And then like my neighbor starts beating on the garage and everyone's like telling me like, hey, somebody's knocking. And I'm like, nah, nah, that's just the system, yo. This is that bass hitting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it was my very large, very angry neighbor at three in the morning banging on there telling me to turn my music down. Uh, so I was very apologetic. I was very. I didn't know it was that loud, and other people could hear it. But yeah. Clearly, I mean, it was very, very loud. But as soon as he left, I was like, "My system's got beats, dog." Do you like, think your you think your uh, your garage door was rattling like people's trunks? Oh, absolutely, it was. Yeah. Uh, this system was two fifteens in a Honda Civic trunk uh, with a capacitor <laughs> and an amp and all that, but. Uh, it, it rattled so bad. My rear view mirror fell off. I didn't have one anymore after that. It rattled off. Are those just glued on? Oh yeah. Just an adhesive. It and just it, falls off. And it just, it fell off. You, I mean, think about the, the adhesive on there because I, <laughs> first of all, I never, I can get to what I had in a minute, but I, I didn't really like have a system like for real. I didn't. Um, so, but it's hot and cold all the time. And they never fall off, like for no other reason other than if your car rattles. I've never thought about that. Vibrates the window. They never fall off. Have you ever seen one just fall off? Like, you, well, you had a system, so that's why you saw it. But and, like it and it was an 05 Honda with 230,000 miles as well. I mean, it was a pretty awesome car. Real chick magnet. It's probably still riding. Oh, guarantee it's still rolling. Uh, so I, here's what I had. I never, I mean, people had it. I had friends that had it. Uh, there's this guy every day. <laughs> One guy had a, I don't remember the year, probably a 90, 
Toyota single cab. Guarantee that's still rolling. But you could fit. He had it where it fit behind the seats, and you'd turn it up. You could barely sit in the car. And then his cut. I'm just just throwing it out there. And then he's got a cousin who had this this Ford Probe. You remember those? That was my first car. Oh well, he said so. He had a Ford Probe, and he always had a system, but like real ones. You know that where he he could control. Uh, the gain he could he he could control everything. It wasn't just like a thing you turned on and it just beat. Probably like yours too. Well, I always wanted I always wanted those, and I never had one. So I had a friend who had a box, and I think it had a fifteen and mm-hmm. one. And I had this uh, Ford, what was this? an Explorer, like oh, a ninety two, yeah. like a ninety two square body. Yeah, and so I stuck that in the back. It worked, but like I never really had a anything to like. I wasn't rattling the streets like it. It was in the car, but it wasn't as good. So I never quite figured out the game. And my friend helped install it, but I thought I was cool for a minute because it came with a. It was an MP3 player, Ooh. but I had I had a thousand songs, so it was cool. And I had a <laughs> it was like a TV screen coming out of my center console where I could see the the songs that was playing. And uh, did it play? Mo- I think it played movies. Well, yeah, it played movies. Awesome. Yeah, and I was a kid, so I thought I was. You were pretty hot stuff back then. Yeah, well, except for the system suck. But well, not just back then. You're still our hot stuff. Oh right? yeah, everybody knows. That. Yeah, that's what they're. That's what those kids are saying at baseball camp. Oh yeah, coached by hot stuff Lloyd. Yeah, today they uh, they voted me um, uh, camp of the day. De- uh, camp <laughs> coach of the day. Coach of the day. Yeah, because there's always a camper of the day or a hustle award, but you got the coach of the day award. Yeah, yeah, there is. I, I'm not going to talk about the kids. Um, uh, I'm just saying there's some. <laughs> they're not all equally skilled. So yeah, uh, but you know you try to be you try to be uh, good with those kids. Uh, try to help them along. Like you want them to have confidence. At least not, none of those kids mouth the other ones, which was cool. Good. And and those kids, man, those can be the more fun ones that you can actually make more of a difference in. The kids that are better and have that skill, you can make a few tweaks in a in a couple day camp, and maybe they'll get a little better. Maybe they won't. But the ones who are less talented will say. I mean, those you can, you know, really fix their swing and maybe make a difference in how they perform on their teams. Well, I'm going to ask them because uh, two of those two two kids had games tonight. Tonight's tonight's they had game tonight's. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I'll ask them tomorrow. I'll be intrigued to hear because you know they're probably hitting dingers. <laughs> so uh, I tell you, so Callie Yellen, the right. Right. Roger State, so, national champions. Yeah, that's right. They're national champions. So I was at the the party when they got home, mm-hmm. like the welcome home party. So they get off the bus, and then they go in the gym. Uh, I, I don't know. It was an alumni, the alumni guy. He's also the announcer for their basketball team. So he's talking. He introduces them. They come in. Coach speaks. No players did, just coach. So anyway, after they all spoke, I, I went up and I, I approached uh, Callie Yellen. Mm-hmm. And so I said, uh, Hey Callie. Well, just like this. Hey Callie. Um, can I put your, your face on a shirt I'm going to make? And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but I'm going to put your face on a shirt. <laughs> so I said, and that's why I told her, I'm like, I don't even, to the, even right now, I don't know if she even knew what, what that meant. Uh, but you remember the kid in Lily world series? I know you do. Cause we've had this talk. He was name was big Al. Oh, Big Al, and yeah. you know what Big Al does? 
hits dingers. Big Al hits dingers. <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm going to put your face on my shirt, and I'm going to say, my name's Big Cal, and I hit dingers. And uh, she laughed really hard, but I don't really know if she knew that. Uh, do you think the girls watch soft, the Little League World Series to know? I would like to think yes, but my in, intuition tells me they, they probably don't. She may have just because the name was so close. But I asked her, I was like, has anybody said that before? She's like, no. That's maybe not. Because she said, no, I've never heard that. Maybe make her famous then. Uh, so my name is Big. Yeah, but now that they have these rules that you have to pay college kids, or, or you can pay college kids, I guess, uh, then it makes me think like, I don't know. Do I have to pay her? For <laughs> I mean, if I make the shirt for me, that's one thing. But if I like sell it. Yeah, you're going to have to give her a cut. The new uh, LIV or... NIL. NIL. Name, image, likeness. Yes. Well, uh, Big Cal hits dingers. So, well, it's going to be a shirt I make. I, 100% before she's, because she'll be back next season. 100% next season on those days where baseball, because sometimes they play, it's the same. For anybody that doesn't know, it's the same complex. And so, where I sit is the box, and you can walk back and forth between the two fields. So, yeah, I'm 100%. I'm going to wear that shirt when they play. Well, make sure you make two. Yeah, and if, and if any uh, uh, of the baseball kids get fired up about it, well, start hitting dingers. That's well, all that's you got to do. And when not just any dinger. When it matters. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we covered that, but, yeah, Callie hit a pretty important dinger or uh, two. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how to replay it. As we all know, I don't re- research stuff. I, I mean, I watched it, but I don't remember the inning. It was late innings. And she hit the home run that put him up. It was a three. Walk-off. I think the the second one was a walk. Right, but the first one, the first one, uh, she hit that home run just to put him up by like three going into the last inning. Was that something? I think I that think, was it. I think she tied it with the first one. I think they were down. No. They were down five one. Oh yeah, that's and, right. And then she, she hit like a three three run three home run, run shot, right? Yep. Yeah. And that, okay, and that one's the one that landed on top of the storage thing out okay and so the second one that was the walk-off yes yeah and uh i i honestly thought like are they gonna make her the is she gonna be an all-tournament team just for her she only had like four bats but two of them were those yeah and um, she i think got on base three out of those four at bats so really really good tournament for old cali yeah big cow hitting hits dingers big cow hits dingers hashtag yeah um well Tell you what, I don't. Did you play? Did you you play little league? Oh, I played little league. I was, Tur- turns out this is a baseball show. Uh, you played little league. <laughs> yeah, I, I started in first grade, and uh, a story I don't remember, but my mom told me is uh, very first meeting. Uh, we were meeting the coach, and he was like, "Has anyone ever played before?" And I raised my six year old arm and and said, "Hey, coach, my name's Blake. Uh, <laughs> never played before, but." Uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, I had the confidence at a young age, and and I was really a pretty good ball player. I played pitcher, catcher, shortstop. You know the prime positions. Hit first, second, or third in the lineup. And then I got older, and they started making the ball like move and drop and slide. And I'm like, what kind of witchcraft is this? Yeah, just throw it straight so I can hit it. And once they started moving the ball, man, I couldn't hit. I just tried to get hit by the ball so I could run bases. Um, I did have some friends that would do it. One was the Ford probe guy. <laughs> uh, there's two people that I remember. I mean, there were a lot of people that weren't scared of the ball, but I, but there were two who tried to get hit, tried yep. on purpose to stick their elbows in front of the plate, which by the way, I feel like 
that would hurt, like in your elbow. They would stick their elbow right over the plate. Like if you get hit right above the, your, your elbow joint, yeah, hand will be tingling for hours. Yeah, that's and they would stick their elbow out just to get on base. I was more like a shoulder guy. Like I was kind of turning away from the pitch, but over the plate. Like, ow, you hit me in the back. <laughs> well, I watched several times the umpire say, "Nope, nope, come back, nope." <laughs> like. Like then that sucks when that happens because uh, then you got hit for no reason. Yeah, for absolutely no reason. But like that—that's my buddy. That you know he did. I mean, I love him like my brother, but he just didn't have lots of sense. He's the guy who he was twelve and he tried to fight thirty-year-olds. It was like that guy. Oh. So you're like his name is Billy. Like Billy, calm down. <laughs> Where I'm from, everybody knows Billy. Like he's a he's a legend in that in that realm. It's <laughs> That's because he just didn't. He just didn't care. I think, Sweet Billy. Yeah, like, I don't even think he got mad. I think he just, he just liked to fight people. Some people are like that, but not even like in a mad way. Not like I hate you or anything. Just just to just if you were playing basketball, you're playing baseball, you're playing football, and then there's an argument. He's like, boy, and he would look, <laughs> and he would stare at the ground. He would stare at the ground while blinking his eyes, rolling his eyes, but staring at the ground. When he's right in front of you. And that was like the telltale sign that Billy quit. Cause you already knew what he was about to do. And, 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 and if somebody else was equally doing it back, okay, whatever. But sometimes you'd have to say, Billy, they aren't The kids are scared of you. Stop. <laughs> so Billy's a bit of a face puncher, huh? <laughs> he's, just, he's funny. <laughs> uh, he's funny. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Like he's, he's actually like a great guy. He just, uh, you know, whatever. He gets wet, wound up. Some people just get wound up, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not sure. I didn't mean to turn this into a baseball episode. Uh, I, all I thought about was, uh, like, before, because <laughs> the other dad, and I'm not going to try to, like, rehash it. We already told the story. But that lady trying to go get her CDs, I thought was the funniest thing ever. And And speaking, now to go back on that topic. Because I had those CD books. Oh, yeah. And and that was like the pride of the world. If you had a CD book that was like four inches thick and they were just the four disc, mm-hmm. maybe eight, like no on holes. one sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like you had all these CDs. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't done the math on it, but maybe you had 80 CDs in a, in a case. I don't. It was hard to throw those away. Like right now, people are like, "Why would you do that?" Well, because I have Apple Music. Like I got, I got, I have twenty thousand songs on my phone. Yeah. Like I don't. I, why would I keep one hundred out? Uh, let's. I, I don't know. Uh, five thousand albums on my phone. Why would I keep a hundred that I probably already have on my phone? Well, to be honest with you, um, if you go to my wife's Explorer right now and under her seat, you will find a zipper. CD holder full of old CDs. So, uh, any, any burn ones? Oh, I guarantee there's some burn ones in there. I'd love to listen to some with you. <laughs> Cause you know, it's angry teenage music. Like, yeah. uh, my wife, uh, everyone loves my wife. She's a very positive person. Uh, you know her very well, but, uh, she was a handful when she was a young kid. So, uh, the, the music on those CDs is just angry little girl music. You know what I find sometimes is that people, People who lived a little, people who lived a little more life when they were younger, 
usually turn out to be, I don't know, not everybody, you know, but the, there's people who you thought were really wild turn out to, to be really good human beings. Like, cause they've already, they've already done those things. And sometimes people that were sheltered when they grow up, get buck wild. Yeah. Cause they never, you know, you're third. I'm just going to say it. I'm, I, won't, I won't use any names, but I got this cousin. He got married really early. Well, I didn't because, you know, I was a wild idiot. Like, <laughs> so, uh, but he got married when he was early, you know, pretty young. And then when he got a, like, ended up getting a divorce, um, he, he was like going out. Now, now, now that I'm older, now this seems young now that I'm older, but, right. you know, he was like 28. But I was already, I already, I'd already passed my, I was like past my time there. You weren't going out every Saturday night to boots no. and diamonds and no. doing two steps and boot scooting boogies. No, it's funny that you say that because I actually know where that's at, uh, and that used to be called the Ocean Club a long time ago. But uh, so, I, but I had done that. But anyway, so he's going out. So I'm already got dad bod going pretty pretty much. I think at that point, and uh, he he's shopping at what I call. <laughs> I, this is not even terminology that I use in everyday life, but just for the sake of, he was shopping to like teenager stores. That's not what I was going to say. But he's just shopping to like teenagers, like the buckle. Yeah, like the buckle and Aeropostale. Uh, Aeropostale is that what Aeropostale? Uh, American Eagle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and like those things. Not not Abercrombie. Getting them some schmedium Hollister yeah, those, shirts. Yeah, Hollister, and he was wearing those, and, and so now. I'm not telling you I'm the most stylish guy. Like you've got good swag, Lloyd, for sure. Yeah, yeah no but one, no one could argue that. Well, I, you're right, but I'm not trying to act like I'm the most stylish guy. But I, but when he, this cousin's telling me, he's like, I don't know. I, I had a polo shirt. I I didn't even t- I, I wasn't even bragging up brands. I just had one on. And when I we just so happened to have this talk one day, and uh, he's like. You need to get you. <laughs> he's like, you need to get you American Eagle shirt. He said, American Eagle. That's what everybody's wearing now. And I'm like, and I was like, well, this, I don't know. I got this shirt. It's fine. He's like, polo, polo's out. He's like, this American Eagle. That's what everybody's wearing. He's like, I, I wear American Eagle and Hollister. I'm like, bro, you're 30. Like, you shouldn't wear any of those. You should wear 30 year old clothes. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that was the talk he was really giving me. Like he was giving me a style lesson because, uh, you know, he had, uh, he was back out in the world now. Now, speaking of all that, it sounds like a mouth on the guy. He ended up getting married. And at this point he's been married for quite a while. Nice. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, and actually they're, they're power lifters now. They're legitimate power lifters. Like I think they started as a hobby. Just trying to work out, you know, just, just as a couple. And now they're like, uh, he broke some state records last week, and so did she. Wow. Last week? Two weeks ago. Yeah, whatever. Maybe a month ago. <laughs> Within the last month, which is cool. That's super cool. Yeah, and he wasn't wearing Hollister when he did it. Well, maybe that's the secret. You got to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, look, Blake, we'll, we'll, we'll jump off of here. I um, I think it's so good to be here. I'm not sure how to turn it into a baseball episode, but uh, it's fine with it. I'm fine with it. Can uh, I bring up one last topic? Yeah. I feel like you say this uh, often about Pete Rose. Yeah, and then, and then I never do a show about him. I feel like we need to have a Pete Rose special. Woo! Mm-hmm. Give it up for Pete Let's Rose. Let's go, Pete. Let's go, Pete. Oh, keep it going. Let's go, Pete. Woo! Mm-hmm. 
It's not going to die down that. Not, not for Pete. Oh no! Uh, everybody, put Pete. We do. You know what? That's it. We're going to do it because I would say I'm going to do it. At least with two, you'll you'll come back with your own knowledge too. I'll look it up. I have a lot of Pete Rose knowledge. I just don't make a whole show about it. But this got to be one of those midweek. Let's let's just talk about it. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna do a Pete Rose show. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, everybody. Uh, we're gonna jump off here. Okay, everybody.